ideas and the things that we're going to do for patrons only. Patrons only. So Killer Mike was basically saying, if you take a million minorities and everybody take a hundred dollars, look. There's a million black folk in Atlanta that has a hundred dollars and you go to the citizens, citizens trust bank and you go there and now you have a hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. You have power. If we bring a hundred million dollars to you, now we want you to be able to give small loans to black people for businesses and homes. That's how you empower our community Wait, and that's that how you the most important thing in my opinion was now you're going to all of these other groups that you're pulling your money from and saying we will not give you another dollar until you, until you, speak, out. Yeah. Until you speak out and you say that we think this is a problem. <laughs> What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Dead and Hip Hop. We've had these type of conversations before on this channel. It's one of the reasons why I like having a platform like this because it allows us to cover and discuss topics of this matter as grim as they may be, but it's deserving of the dialogue and the conversation. And, um, and of course, at the time of the shooting, something else just happened. We're talking about what occurred in Baton Rouge, Louisiana with Alton Sterling being fatally shot and killed by two police officers while his hands appeared to be um, pinned down. We know Dallas, uh, there was a retaliation in Dallas. Uh, Michael Xavier Johnson went up on a rooftop and open fired on police officers, um, killing five of them. And one went four cops and then one was a dark um, uh, worker. And the day after, if I'm, I'm correct, or the Philando mm -hmm. um, yeah. Castile was, was killed um, by a cop in Minnesota. Minnesota. In front of his girlfriend. In front of his girlfriend, who took out the camera and recorded the incident um, and broadcasted it live on Facebook. I don't know how she did it either. She was a very brave woman. And, uh, and there was a baby and a kid yeah, in the backseat too, back which was crazy because he opened, well, let loose four yeah. shots, mm -hmm. which could have shot and killed the kid in the background because he was complying with the officer. And it was just brought to our attention that something else just happened in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and uh, Sophie just uh, brought that news to us. So hey guys, I'm gonna kind of be on my phone a little bit just to kind of keep you guys updated during the conversation. Um, but Breaking News Feed just reported that there was an active shooter in Baton Rouge. Um, there were seven officers shot three are dead and there was like a heavy um, gunman at large, I guess what happened or what I've read so far is that it was like an open carry situation where he had a gun on him and police approached him and he just started shooting. So that's what I know so far. We don't know the details. The details. I don't know, man. I think, you know, this this country right now, we're, we're in this, 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 this weird dark place. You know, in terms of race relationships, uh, race relations, you know, our relationship with police, who, I don't know if you guys saw the town hall where you got the Milwaukee chief getting up there saying that, you know, we need the police because, you know, they go in that area where most of the crime is committed. So without us, us being them, you know, they wouldn't be there to protect and serve that community. But we thought, at least I hoped, that we would be in a better place than where we are now in terms of police killing people, period. Mm. And and watching that video, the, my first reaction when I was watching that video, and it was late, late one night. It was one. 
Huh? Really? Which, Which one, one? Bro? Oh, the first video. Alton Sterling. Yeah, Alton Sterling. Okay. And the person that captured him, and I'm like, and, and I'm looking like, what happened? What did he do to provoke that, you know, from, from them? And you can clearly hear the guy, don't you fucking move. I swear if you move or whatever. And then he, then he killed him. The police confiscated the security camera, which has the whole thing, of course. And then the second video came out that showed that, the angle, that yeah, the, angle. The, the angle, and then they just, that was it. And I think one of the most heart-wrenching things for me was just seeing the guy armed, you know, just kind of moving. The life just, you know, fading from him. And the guy yelling, fuck. But it's, to me, it was like that guy wanted him to move so he can shoot. Quick. You know, um, FIFA, what was your reaction when you saw, like, let's, Alton Sterling, when you saw the Alton Sterling video? It was extremely difficult for me. Um, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was because the, the way I caught wind of it, I woke up that morning and it was all over Instagram. And I saw it and I'm like, I, I didn't know what was happening. And then, you know, obviously went on the internet and, and finally saw it and understood what was happening. It's extremely tough, mainly because I have two younger brothers, you know, that mean everything to me. When I watch, you know, somebody be detained, not move, comply and get killed, it's very unnerving because I've been in situations like that um, in Chicago, not here, not here in Atlanta. I've, I haven't encountered anything like that where I felt my life was at risk like that, um, especially from police. But very unnerving, man. Um, I don't know what he did wrong. I, I don't know what he did to deserve or warrant that reaction from the cops. And it had me definitely emotionally distraught. I, I called my mom, you know, and, and I talked to her and I was like, look, you know, like this is messing with me because I'm considered a young black male. In, in America, you know, people look at me, they're not like, oh, he's a Hispanic, he's brown, but we are all part of the, if we have any type of melanin in our skin, I feel like we're a target. She felt exactly the same way. And you know, talking to my brothers about it, my brother is in the military. And he says he doesn't understand what's happening in our own country because there are certain rules of engagement. Even in other countries where we go and we, we're at war, we occupy, something like that, you will be thrown in military prison to do something like that. You know, so for that to happen here, to be so hostile because of the color of your skin, that is crazy to me. And that's the scariest part, that I don't have to do anything. You mean to tell me all I have to do is just walk out my door or try to provide for my family in the best way I know how? And it, cause we don't know all of Alton Sterling's situation. I know that the man was selling CDs with permission outside of an establishment. He was there protecting himself. And he gets the cops called on him. He gets because detained. Because he had a gun, the homeless guy called. The, the homeless guy called, because he had a gun. He was a, a felon, I think, or previously arrested. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't allowed legally to have a gun. See, I, I, I didn't know about a, 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 any of that information there. I, I didn't know he was a convicted felon. I didn't know, I didn't even think about the part about he can't carry a gun if yeah. he's a felon, so. But the police didn't know that at that point in time. Did they, they ask him? But all, all I'm saying is, based off of the footage that we've seen, I didn't hear the police ask him for his name. I didn't see the police go to their computer but wait, and pull wait, up his file. Yeah, the video started with them tasing him. So right. We don't, we don't know what happened before. Yeah, there had to, we don't know what happened before, you're right, Mike. 
So we don't know what led to them wrestling him to the ground. Exactly. I think that was all right. and, and, and that's all fair. All I'm saying is when he was detained on the ground, he did right. not move. He, I didn't see him reach for anything in his, I, I didn't see that. If you see that, I didn't see that. To get shot point blank like that. And then for the cop, after you shoot him. Like a deadly shot. He, right in your chest, yeah, yeah, yeah. right here. Yeah, yeah. To then sit back and still have your gun out. Like, what is he? I, I just, I don't understand why that is the measure that needs to be taken when you have the tasers, you have the billy clubs. Look, man, I, and I'm not saying that this is right, but beat him up and put him in the back of the cop car. At least he'll live to see tomorrow. You'll die in the and, back of the cop car. You, you, you probably can. To the station. You, you probably can. All I'm saying is, is there's no coming back from being shot point blank in your chest. Like, there's no coming back from anything. Yes, there are other victims that have died in, in similar scenarios, but we're talking about this particular one. And in this particular one, even uh, Philando Castile, like you said, you made the point, like as a police officer, where in the, in the training book does it say for you to shoot four gunshots into a vehicle with a child? I don't understand the logic. I don't understand the thought process in that scenario. Again, I'm not a cop. You know, I don't know how he felt that his life was in danger in that moment, that that's what he needed to do to protect himself. I just don't understand why you can't walk up, have your hand on the gun if that's how you feel. You, but point blank, right? I, I just, I don't, it does not compute yeah, to me, man. Yeah, it just yeah. does not. Like, and I get so frustrated because it is an emotional thing. It's an emotional thing when you see that because you understand it can be anybody, anywhere, any place. And even though it's not that close to home, it is close to home. Right. I have a brother that has a wife and a beautiful and my beautiful niece. I cannot imagine that. I cannot imagine something like that happening to my family. I, I don't know how I would react. Going back to what you said it can happen anytime, any place, uh, the last shoot we were at, Mike was pulled over for a tail light, mm. which was just like Flando, right? Mm -hmm. I got it fixed the day before Castillo was killed. Oh the wow. day before. And I only got it fixed because my girlfriend was harassing me about it. Mm. I didn't want to wow. spend the money. That little money that I should have spent to get it fixed a long time ago could have easily got me killed. You know, black dude riding around with dreads. I get it all the time. You know, it's interesting too. Uh, FIFO is like every time when stuff like this always happens, I always my, my best friend, uh, one of my best friends, is a police officer. Um, been a police officer for almost 20 years now, and I always like to kind of get his perspective on when, when stuff like this always happens. Like, you know, well, so so you know, you being a police officer, how would you handle that situation? How would you, to, you know, do you think that's wrong? Do you think this is wrong? So sometimes when I talk to him. You know, certain situations, I always get like, a, I guess, a new perspective or another perspective. The way he put it was just kind of like made me think like, mm. but then when the, when the guy in Minnesota thing happened, he was like, okay, now that was, that was just plain, that was just plain wrong because he already let the cop know that, you know, sir, I'm licensed to carry this pistol, but I'm getting ready to reach and get my wallet. And he was letting the cop know because, you, you know, if, if, if a cop, if you wouldn't let the cop know and you have a gun and you reach to get your wallet, up, he, in his mind, he's probably thinking, oh, let me let the cop know so he won't, you know, use excessive force on me. So for him to let the cop know that, yo, I'm let, just let you know, I, I'm, I am licensed to carry this handgun, but I'm getting ready to reach in and get my wallet. Cop still shoots four shots at him. Like, 
when I spoke to my friend like that, I'm like, yo, what's up with that? Like, explain. Because I always like, yo, man, explain this. What did he like, say? Yeah, he was like, yeah, that was wrong. He said that that, that was like wrong. Well, I wish more good cops, I guess, would speak out like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was say, yeah, yeah, that because would be like that. Like... But see, but 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 there's backlash to that because there was this one lady. I can't remember. I, I don't know what they got so she, she got fired. Got fired. Oh. Okay. Yeah, light skin with um two kids, single mom, yeah. mm -hmm. and, and and what she said was 100% okay. Some but, of the Facebook video, right? Yes, and I don't think she said anything that was out of bounds. You know, obviously with the nature, I even think suspension was is a bit too far. I think maybe. I would have told her, hey, you know, try to keep your, you know, don't try to put it out there. Have, have, you know, keep it amongst your people, you know, amongst your, you know, friends and family in person. Don't put it out there for the whole world. I would understand that. But to get fired over how you feel, over injustices, because these police officers get acquitted at a 96% rate in these type of incidents. So there is no justice. And especially with, with, with Philando Castile, like your own officer friend said, what is this? This is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So to be chastised and to lose your job over your own opinion, what type of freedom do we truly have in this country when you can't sell CDs, where you can't let an officer know that, hey, I have this licensed weapon and I'm letting you know because this is how it's supposed to, this is how this interaction is supposed to happen and I still get my life taken. There is nothing wrong. And, I, and, and all of these types of things are the things that make me feel some type of way about this country. Like to me, how, like how are we supposed to live comfortably here? How, how? I remember reading something about, there was like a recording of like some NYPD cop trying to tell his department, or I'm not sure how they're broken up, but his department or something like that to go ahead and you know what I'm saying? Like racial profile, like racially uh, profile, like black people in particular. No, that was a group. That was a group of people. It wasn't even just one cop. Yeah. Six cops and on you know, one video. They were saying that, that their, their, their like boss that, tells them to do that. Stuff like that, it comes out and then it disappears. You know what I'm saying? That All one's still out. That one's still out. And those I guys haven't. are being challenged. Like, like their departments are coming after them like they did something wrong. They were being interviewed. It was like I want to say it was like six cops. I don't know if anybody else saw this yeah. video, it but it's like, like six cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, it wasn't yes. Mr. Voice recording. No, no, no. no this no. is a, it was video. a video. It was a really big and, video. And he's saying, you know, they have quotas. Like just like you have a quota of I gotta sell so many blah blah blah. Absolutely. They have a quota of they had to bring home so many tickets, so many arrests, etc. Which is fucking ridiculous. Right. And to get those quotas, of course, where are you gonna go? You're gonna go to the poor neighborhoods. Of course. Because, I mean, what the fuck? You're not gonna go to Buckhead. Of course. Because you'll be there all fucking day yeah. and you might not you catch might anything good. Right. You go into Camp Creek. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna get a so right. Decatur. Mm -hmm. You're gonna find plenty of people doing shit that you can give tickets for. And that's what they were saying. But their departments, of course, are coming out and saying, See, well, that was wrong. And that's why I wanna transition to this whole Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. And, and, and a couple of, of these artists that come out and especially, I, I, I'm going to say it by name, Kevin Gates. Kevin Crash. Gates. Oh, Kevin yeah. Gates. He deleted for, that video. For, first, what did he do? Christine. He was saying, Christine immediately, she deleted her tweet quick. Yeah, he's like, because the only thing worse than a nigga is another nigga. 
What? Wait, yeah. what? He you did not hear that? He yeah. said that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why do people keep interviewing him though? It was a selfie. It's him right here. Him putting this out there. Him putting this out there. And here's the thing. In this movement, it's trying to shed light to the fact that people with melanated skin tones are being profiled and killed, and that's the problem. We have to fix the system. And until the system is fixed, I'm talking about poverty, I'm talking about these low-income places that we, because again, to your point, where is this happening? It's not happening in the hills of Beverly. It's not happening there, you know what I'm saying? It is happening ground, you know what I'm saying, inner cities with, where people of minority primarily, well not primarily because we in the suburbs too, but a lot of us are still in these cities in these low income places with less um, opportunities to get out. That is the systematic problem. It is a problem when, um, did you guys see where private um, prisons are suing the state if they do not stay full. That is part of the system that is broken. I think part of that, that systemic issue you're speaking to in order to correct that many economic and political power, and, and that's how we start to kind of make those changes, um, I think that's a difficult thing to do. N not really. Did, not did you listen to Killer Mike? Mm -hmm. Did okay. you listen to Killer Mike? You're talking about the bank in Atlanta. And I, we, we, we're like talking about almost everything. Exactly. It'd be all banks. All banks. If we all did right. that, then that would, it's not even really political power because political comes from the money. So if you exactly. start with the right. money first, that's gonna crypto. Everything else is gonna is gonna come right, right behind. Money to hire lobbyists to go to Washington to lobby on our behalf, et cetera, et cetera. They won't have a choice. Right. Because, because where else the are they money. gonna go? We don't have to hire them anymore. That's the thing that people because don't get. You don't have to hire them. They're gonna come to you because you all you have all the money right. and you have all the power. Like we're minorities, but we still have a lot of money, yes. and we could have we a lot of power. We could have the economic power right. if we start there exactly. first. What did Killer Mike say? Killer Mike was basically saying, if you take a million minorities and everybody take a hundred dollars, look. There's a million black folk in Atlanta that has a hundred dollars. And you go to the Citizen Citizen Trust Bank and you go there and now you have a hundred million dollars. You have power. You have power. ATM fees, right? Like, cause with my bank currently, my ATM uh, fees are, are, are come back to me, right? But if you go to this bank and it's like, yo, I'm gonna bring a hundred million dollars, you don't think that they're gonna waive that for you? You don't think that now you have more power in the community? You don't think that now, um, Killer Mike was talking about, if we bring a hundred million dollars to you, now we want you to be able to give small loans to black people for businesses and homes. That's how you empower our community Wait, and that's that how you the most important thing in my opinion was now you're going to all of these other groups that you're pulling your money from and saying we will not give you another dollar until you, until you, speak, out, yeah. until you speak out and you say that we think this is a problem. And I love the fact that he brought up apartheid because I remember when I was young, I used to, I mean, I was like a kid when apartheid was still going on, but I used to argue with my mom, because I mean, I barely knew what apartheid was. All I knew was it was racist. She loved, <laughs> she loved Coca-Cola, and she would still buy Coke. And I'd be like, why are we buying Coke, mom? They hate black people. He was saying apartheid ended because we finally said, we're not fucking with Delta, we're not fucking with Coca-Cola until y'all change. And I think that that's something that could happen now that's completely, it's, it's relevant, it's fairly easy to do, and it's non-violent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're not gonna get killed by doing this shit. Right. With, with, with the malls, 
when they they boycotted the malls, they had to close early. We have power, and it starts with money. Exactly. We we have big power in America. We just fail to realize it, and we don't know how to utilize it. And I and I and I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a leader. I don't always have like these ideas. I don't I don't always know. You know what I'm saying? But what Killer Mike said, yo. this is why I fuck with Killer Mike. Yeah, this is why I fuck with Killer Mike. And, and he made another good point. Us here in Atlanta, we have it kind of good as black folks. Because we don't deal with a lot of this stuff that we have seen in some of these other uh, neighboring states and cities. Yes. We don't. Here, here it, it is policed a lot better in Atlanta. So I, I am definitely with Killer Mike getting, and I'm going to use his words, these dogs up out of some of these um, um, local governments and some of these other places, man. Like, like we have to band together. We have to pool our resources because we've done it in history where we were prosperous, where we were making moves. And then what happens? It gets bombed up. Yeah. It gets burned up. So the thing is, is that we we have to band together and stay there and stay united until we get what is owed and deserved to us because we are part of this country as well. You know what? I'm getting tired of the all lives matter thing where I feel like, remember we were talking earlier about people are so sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. And we feel like we have to say, oh, we have to, to preface it by all lives matter, but yeah. I think we need to drop that um, because to me that all lives matter movement has we all know it has racism built into it um, that goes without saying but I think we just need to stay on right we need it's to so get productive why should I have to take time out of my day to explain why all lives matter that's fucking common sense People out here that's on social media, Facebook, all these these news outlets, they know what the fuck we're talking about. We shouldn't have to explain it. We shouldn't have to justify I'm not the reason. You're yes. not stupid. They're not stupid. Everybody's playing stupid and tiptoeing like, no, always matter. Obviously. It's- but if <laughs> black lives are not included in that all, oh, that's what the fuck we fighting for. <laughs> what is the disconnect? Sometimes I, I really do think they're that stupid. That's the sad right. part. Some, a lot of these. I think, no, no, no. Wait, you know I, think? I think I think a lot of them are. We're really not that going stupid. to discuss her. We're not <laughs> going to discuss her. Oh I have a I have a couple of personal problems with what's going on. First thing. What you were saying earlier when we don't know the situation and stuff like that, that is very true. Like before, you know, these videos are out, you know what I'm saying? Like before they start recording, we don't know how things led up to how they were, you know, gonna be and all that other stuff. My issue with that is I don't care if you were a felon. I don't care if you had a gun. Cause at the end of the day, if Dylan Roof can walk into a church and fellowship for an hour with people, shoot and come out like this in handcuffs, and get to the that's fucked up. To, we don't yeah, get offered that same humanity. Mm-hmm. We don't get offered that same humanity. And it's not until literally over 500 and what? Over 530 people have died this year alone. Black mm-hmm. people, by cops. Okay, cool. But five cops die in Dallas and oh my God, this world is so cruel, mm-hmm. you guys. Oh my God, we have to mm-hmm. do something. Oh my God, our country. Okay, so it's not until you see people that relate to you and your skin tone that you that you want to cry and be upset about that shit. I'm not upset because if you want to buck at us, don't be mad when we buck back. I'm not saying go kill nobody, but I'm saying I'm not mad if people on the other side got to feel the burn. 
It's like a wake-up call to America. And one of the things that I saw in, in, in some of those marches is I saw white people in there too, because I think there's a good number of them that are sick and tired of this shit too. Absolutely. Because they're like, this is not us. Oh my God, now we have to deal with this fucking shit again. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. I have to deal with fucking black people mad at me no again. Yeah, no, for no fucking reason, because of, of the racist white supremacist people that are out here. Absolutely. That, according to a report by the FBI in 2006, mm -hmm. There was noted that there were the KKK and white supremacist groups were starting to infiltrate the police departments in, in numbers. That it could be the root of that. And now black people, some black people, a few, one or two black people are fed the fuck up. Um, we know that and, and and Michael Xavier Johnson, as horrible as he was, this man was trained by America to die. He had made peace with that already when well, he went to fight for this country. Yep, pretty much. And he <laughs> And so he just, he said, I'm fighting for black folks. He's he said he was tired and he went up there and he said, according to the cops, that he wanted to kill white cops or yeah, white cops. And he did. And it's horrible to see the end results of that because five people lost their lives because of a cop that killed a man in, in Louisiana. Like he knew he wasn't coming out. He knew he wasn't coming out. He knew he was going to die. And he took one for the team, as fucked up as that sound. But we all know he went up there with a purpose and a meaning. And he went up there to send a message. It's the wrong fucking message, but they've been sending fucking messages to us for fucking years. Okay. So then when does it, like, what's... So then what's the solution? Like, when does it end? Because then well, we fire back, they fire back. We right. fire it back. It goes back to what Killer Mike was saying. It's hate and love, man. It's hate and love. It's hate and love. That's not doing No, it isn't. It isn't the solution. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I first heard about it, I was like, we lit. Violence you know, like, is being met you know, with violence. But at the same time, it's just like, people are dying. Like, I just people in France, right. like, it's right. the world. I think yeah. it's, it's ironic that everybody wants to pray for all these other situations, but when it's you, you be the first one to be like, oh, well, we gotta get the guns. Obama has set these Black Lives Matter people wild. Like, we gotta, you're gonna see the real America. Like, okay, you wanna pray for everywhere else that has something fucked up going on. Oh my God, such and such died. Pray for Alton Sterling. Pray for, you know, pray for all these people. But when it's you and your life, you be the one like this. Ready we got to a go town hall. Violence from us as a means to um, attack back, clap back, whatever you wanna call it. It's not the right move because that's a battle we're not going to win. Absolutely. These people are kind of still skipping over what she just said and what she just asked. Mm -hmm. So, Rock, yeah. she mm -hmm. just asked both of y'all, where does this end and what's the next step and what's the solution? Because I'm not, I, I understand frustration. I do, 100%. Because I, I hate to say this, I've never liked cops and I'm prejudiced like that. If I see a cop, I'm leaving. I don't care if he's black, white, Hispanic, Asian, I'm leaving the situation. I'm never breaking the law, ever. I'm, I'm pretty straight and narrow. But if I see a cop, I'm leaving because I know how those motherfuckers are. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're breaking the law. If they feel like fucking with you, they, they will do. make some shit. A guy it. actually yeah. told us once, me and my boy were getting in my cars when I was still in school, mm -hmm. and this car drove by, and I don't know why he did this, and I still hate him for this, but, he did a spin kick at the car, like playing around, and the dude pulled over. We were young, he was like fucking 17. The car pulled over and the guy came back and he starts yelling at us and we're like, what the fuck? It was a joke, ha ha ha, it's really funny to kick at a cop car. And the dude was like, I'll take you both to jail. And Alex said, for what? And he said, I'll make something. Oh, no. 
That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. So, just like she said, what is the solution? Yeah, we're clapping back, we're clapping back. What good is that gonna do? Because they will just clap harder. What we're doing right now is we're throwing meat at a fucking lion's mouth. The lion is already biting us, bruh. Exactly. And now all we're doing is we're tossing more meat at that shit. No, I'm more with, with Killer Mike's yeah. aspect of attacking where it fucking hurts. This is what they want. They want us to attack back because they will win. I agree with both sides. What I'm saying is the whole investing in the banks thing and supporting black business and putting your money where it needs to, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Boycotting, you know, white supremacist, you know, um, companies and stuff yes. like that, all that stuff. Um, people who are putting money into like conservative groups and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not saying go and shoot cops. But I'm saying that everybody coming out of the woodworks like violence isn't the answer, blah, 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 blah. Well, violence has been the answer multiple times in history to get and fight to get what you want. I personally know that if black people were, were to go to war with cops, we would lose. And that's why I'm saying that's not the answer in this particular situation. The 13 colonies, right? No taxation without representation mm -hmm. with, uh, with what was these with Britain. Mm -hmm. You know, they were tired of that shit and they were like, yo, this shit is, so they went to war. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they, they went violence, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then there's multiple wars after that, multiple wars after that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I said, to go back to what you were saying, this isn't a war we can win. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and this isn't the answer. Not this isn't the solution anyways. for us. No, we can't. So we do need to, I think Killer Mike laid out the blueprint and look, I've said this before, America is, is a capitalistic country. It's built on that and that's the way you can get some form of representation. But you know what? The violence is not the answer, right? We, we all know that because we can't win. But it's part of the process because of the grieving, Absolutely. because of the frustration, mm -hmm. because when I put myself in that situation, yo, you take away a family member Could of you mine. Imagine? I can't. All I know is is that I'm not a violent person. Okay. But goddamn it, don't push, don't, push push don't push me. And I understand it. And with so many people dying, with with, with so much stuff happening, it's part of the process. Now that's not gonna stop. What's happening again? What's gonna stop it is the systematic thing. But just understand that clapping back, the violence, all of that stuff, I believe back. can subside and will subside once we hit them where it hurts. But part of that is to be expected. It's part of the blowback. You kill us, there's going to be some of y'all as casualties as well. It's just what's gonna happen. The problem is this. Yes, clapping back is part of the process for certain people. The sad part is these people don't have others to show them that that's not the only way you can get back at them. And that's the part that sucks. It's a lot harder to sit down and say, you know what, how can I actually address this real issue? We don't have enough people that are out there like Killer Mike that are saying, look, this is the better way. Well, of course. Violence is not always part of the process. And again, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying it's not part of the process. Anger is, you can never tell another person how to process their grief. Mm -hmm. And that's what I feel like a lot of white America does. They look at you and they say, you know what, don't act like this. Don't react this way. You can't fucking tell me how I'm supposed to react. Sure. If my mom gets punched in the face, I'm punching you and shit, I might punch you, you and you too. But what I'm saying is that's not the best way to process these things. And violence does not have to be part of the process. But Anger is. But sometimes you don't know, like if you're being bullied, right? right? 
and you and you're like and you yell at them, stop, leave me alone, leave me alone. This is my mama. You continue to yell at them and make and you push back or whatever. And they continue to bully you, mm -hmm. and then you hit that motherfucker, I mean, yeah. and you hit that motherfucker over and over again, right. and then all of a sudden I'm like, you can't this motherfucker's serious. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna leave him alone. I'm gonna move on to somebody. Or else. in ours case, what do they do? They go back and get 13 of their fucking yeah. friends, and, right. and, they, and then they fuck us up. That's what I'm saying. We cannot be putting these fucking ideas out there. No, I think we should be. It kind of sounds like you are a little bit. So no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. attacking you. I'm just saying it almost sounds like we're kind of giving him a reason for what he did. I understand mm -hmm. it. Oh, okay. I understand right. it. But what I'm what I'm saying is what I want to make very clear is that is not to be supported. We have to mm -hmm. fight this system the way they act. Yeah. America loves violence. America loves oh, yeah, war. No, I'm, yeah, you're right. We're 100 back to the money, right? You're right. 100. <laughs> Follow the money. But Follow America the money. loves violence, and violence is a game that we will not win. We have to make sure that people understand that we don't want no more of us to go out there and die. We don't want that. We got a plot. Like we almost have, exactly. have secret fucking meetings. Yes. Like, this is how. This, That's you how know, the Black Panthers did. I mean, yeah, yeah it's it's really so like it's they really go. history repeating so like right. I'm Black good. Panthers carry guns for protection. For, for yeah. self-protection. Yeah. They did not carry guns to be just attacking. Right. And that's why people, they're like, oh, Black Panthers were terrorists. No, they no, the fuck they weren't. They were all about They disabilities. never attacked people. They it was all about self-defense. If you can carry a gun, I can I carry, carry a gun. Right. I completely agree with that. But we have to we have to think more like yeah. they thought. And Killer Mike, that's the start. Like, I feel like that's I didn't even way. see what he said. Was it a video? I'm on the side of, of you know, Attacking economically, um, but I understand Mike Xavier Johnson. I want to let you know. So do I. Yeah, I, I understand it. Yep. I don't like it. I think that's the wrong answer. But I understand. But you it. Get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, I get it. I get it. So I think that's the distinction that people, a lot of people, need to make. Yeah. yeah. I understand yeah. it. And, and, and I don't support it. That, I understand it. And I like. And I saw a headline. I didn't hear what Killer Mike said, but I saw the results. But I saw a headline that. Said there was a hundred million dollars that went into this bank mm -hmm. that you guys are talking about. This so made it to a hundred million. It's not even just okay. that bank, yeah, right? It's a whole bunch of other black-owned banks like that this is happening. Already. Yes. Yeah. There was a uh, uh, Anthony Bourdon is the guy on the Food Network. Some of you guys may know, some of you guys may not, but Bourdain. he was in Bourdain. He was in Mississippi. He was in Jackson, Mississippi. He was talking about um, just the, the the food and all the industry, and, the, and he asked one of the the black owners of the restaurant. He was like. Hmm. What happened? And he said this, and I've heard this idea tossed out there before, but he said that integration was the wrong thing to happen. It was hurtful to black America because there was a lot of prosperity when it was separated um, in those communities and there was some togetherness. And once that happened, it opened up the gates for white corporations or corporations in general to come in and just gentrify a lot of those places, tear those places down because it opened up those communities. And that has been tossed out there often in saying that when things were separated, we were, you know, more prosperous. We had these communities, we had Black Wall Street and all this other stuff, which, you know, they eventually bombed that and tore that down too. You know, this whole fight for equality started in, you know, the discussion started in 1808, um, you know, a long time ago. And, it's been an ongoing struggle and a fight to kind of get to where we are. And going back to this all lives matter movement versus the black lives matter, all lives don't matter. You know, and, and Q said this, and, and, and there are a lot of people that are saying this, right? That when you really look at it, to 
white supremacists or Anglo-Saxon Americans or whatever in America in general, all lives haven't mattered much to them. <laughs> because when you look and you go back and history tells us genocide to the Indians. My you God. know, when the Irish and the Italians were coming over, they ain't like the motherfuckers either. It's in Whiteness of a Different Color by Matthew Jacobson, I believe is the author. The, the immigrants right now, they have the, you know, it's like, oh, you're coming, you're taking our country back. All lives don't matter. You know what I'm saying? We, we had to fight for freedom and continue to fight for equality. We got so-called free, you know, but they're still, That was only you know, in 1970 when we technically became free. Right, this is new. <laughs> right. We're still learning and kind of getting, you know, our shit together. This fight for this equality and struggle and all this stuff, like, America has never given a fuck about African Americans. People of color. People of color. African Americans in general, this has been ongoing. This has been a fight. You can just fucking Google the shit. And you can understand the hurt and the pain that we're feeling. And now, we're being killed. My thing is, now. how are you doing this? Well, because <laughs> my thing is, my thing is, <laughs> right, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, we, yeah, you see, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we've been getting killed. And now, I think the scary, the way I think of it is scary because now with the with the internet and cell phone age, right. we're seeing it. Yeah. So just imagine, so just imagine, back you, know, back you know, back in 45, right? Just stuff that happened. But you only got pictures. Like, I think now, yeah, it's just, <laughs> we, now the internet and the camera, I just always think like, damn, this is so scary because we're seeing this now and it's like. You know what I, I think is really, really interesting that I don't think enough people are pointing out is with every single killing so far, there's always been a witch hunt that follows immediately after. They find the gold tooth picture. Oh, he used to be a felon. Oh, he, he had sex with a girl that was underage when he was 20. Fine. They have not found a single motherfucking thing on Castillo. He was a, he was a teacher. All of his children loved him. Yep. He was registered. His no criminal him. background. Why aren't we talking about that? Because every other time, the first thing they do is, well, he was doing this. Oh, well, he was doing that. Oh, he All he was positive. doing oh, was following the yeah. fucking orders of the cop. And I think another thing that, that needs to be stressed is I do not agree with the sentiments that these cops go out and they are thinking, I'm going to kill this person. I think that these cops have shit training, yeah. one. Two, the cops that belong to those communities are not patrolling those communities. Absolutely. So they don't give a fuck about those communities. So I think that those two things are one of the, like, they're the main issues that we have. These cops need better training and they need to actually be involved in these communities. Not just driving your fucking car through and giving people dirty looks. Exactly. Like evaluate them better too. Well, that's psychological. You know what I'm saying? Like, it needs to be some kind of psychological, like. Absolutely. Okay, the other day, like, um, I saw an article where I guess a police officer killed a black police officer because he thought he was like a part of like a crime or something like that. Pretty much a cop killed a black cop and there was no indictment. And so it's kind of like, okay, blue lives matter, but then do they? Because it's like, if you can't even be held accountable for killing your own kind, what, to what standard, you know what I'm saying? Like, is there is there no type of system that they're above the law at this yes, point. Yeah. They and they are the law. And they yeah. know they're above the law. Right. And they can, you know what I'm saying? Like, word against you. I was thinking, mm -hmm. and you did. what you were saying about Philander Castile, 
if he went like this, right? His hands are on the dashboard. Cause we talked about this in my house. So my parents were talking about like, okay, what happened? Cause you know, they're not on Twitter and stuff. So we're explaining to them what happened and they're trying to give their opinion or whatever they would have done differently maybe in the situation. Mind you, my parents are from the Caribbean. They're not American, so they sure. really don't. They don't understand really. They're, they're, they're here, understand. but they're not, their background isn't here. So mm -hmm. they kind of know, but they're like, they don't really understand. Mm -hmm. So they're talking to my brother, me, um, my sister-in-law, and we're all sitting around the table. And they're like, you know, well, I would have had, no matter what scenario they gave, mm -hmm. they started to understand mm -hmm. Nothing would have changed the situation. Exactly. It's very easy Lando to be cynical. It's not as easy to be analytical. When you watch that video, you can tell that cop just had shit training. He immediately saw a black person and yeah. said, yeah. that guy's violent, yeah. and I'm gonna watch you. Oh, he, 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 he reached, bam, done. I don't think he walked into that situation and said, I'm gonna kill me a black person today. He didn't, he didn't. So this couldn't have been a taser? It absolutely could have, but that's what I'm saying, so he didn't. Problem? You're not getting it. He did not, he did not show up to that scenario and say, I'm going to kill me a black person today. Okay. Either did those cops who killed uh, Alton Sterling. I don't think they did. I think that these cops are just shit cops that do not need to be police officers. Are they racist? Probably so. But I don't think they are the kind of race that are just like, I'm gonna kill me a nigger today. Let me just drive out here and find me one. They're not doing that. I don't does that matter though? Does it matter? Does it matter? No, it does, it does matter. It does matter. And I'll tell you why it matters. Because just like we said a little while ago, there needs to be better training and there needs to be more psychological evaluation of these police officers. But the, the idea that there are, I'm sure these cops exist, don't get me wrong. In these situations, I do not think that that's what happens. See, right, uh, and I, no, 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 and before, and what I want to know is like, why does that matter? Why, does it matter if they wanted to, before they pulled up, they wanted to kill the black person at the end of that, they just, they killed him. It, That's it, all that matters at the end of the day. I think it matters it, around it. Right. It, it. It impacts it. I don't believe I'm with Why? you. Why? Why does that matter? Because it, matter? It, 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 I would, if because I would, the problem can be fixed. That's what I'm saying. If you look at it and you say, those cops just wanted to kill black people, the problem cannot be fixed. The situation is completely fucked. We have to wash our hands and say, this is the way it's going to be forever. But if you look at that and you try to look at it analytically and say, you know what? I think that guy's just a shitty cop. He's probably a shitty person in general too. Right. But I don't think he walked into the situation saying, I am going to kill this man. Okay. So the problem can wait, wait. be fixed. It's just we have to figure out how to fix Actually, no. We don't have to figure out how to fix it. We just have to demand that it be fixed. Yeah. It's up to the police departments to fix it themselves. They hold each other accountable. They need to hold each other yeah. accountable. There needs to be more police officers, even though I understand why they don't. We discussed this before. There needs to be more police officers that come out and say, you know what, this motherfucker's crooked. I feel where Rod's coming from because there's plenty of videos of white people waving guns, um, be, being violent toward cops, and guess right. what? They're, the cops are banded together with shields and shoot people with a rubber bullet <laughs> and then take your gun from you and then lock you up. Oh, there's plenty but, of videos out there of like course. that. Of course. So, 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 so right. at the end of the day, and, and I agree with you too. But there's also video, not, well maybe that's not video, but there's also stories of like the, the white kid who got shot because his Dylan pants Noble? were hanging down. Oh. I don't know his name. I thought not, you, no, that and, was the and, guy with the, with the uh, Dylan Noble was the guy in the car who got into an argument and he mysteriously ended up shy. He was a white kid, 19 years old, happened last right. year. But my whole point is there are white people who are being killed by cops. Oh, and if you, and if you and if you look at if you look at the statistics, there's the a week. lot. But you have to then question, just like he just did, you have to then question the media about why this is not being covered. Right, right. Because the cop problem is a lot bigger than we think it is. 
We think it's just us. No, we don't. It is that cop. It's primarily us. Just for exactly. Right. Exactly. 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 It's exactly. exactly. It's not right. just us. Right. But it's primarily us. And the reason why I agree with Rod, why is that um why is that important? Because what provoked it was the color of his skin. And that is right. the biggest problem. And that and that's why I agree with you. It comes down to training. It comes down to that. I, I didn't So that. subconsciously there's there's a there's a, a, a bias or this this stereotype in his head that right. exactly. the right. black skin is being right. criminalized. Exactly. Exactly. Please understand that I'm not fucking saying that these cops are not racist. What I'm saying is I do not think that these particular cops are specifically setting out and saying, you know what? I don't think that guy walked up to his car and said, I'm killing him today. Like they woke up like, I want to kill me a nigga today. They didn't. Right. I don't think that. Right, right. But right. they don't just give listen, a fuck. Listen listen okay, I'm listening. Yeah, but why does that matter? Like, because because the, end of the, the day, situation can be fixed, Rod. If his intent was not to kill Castile, if his intent was not to kill him, mm. but all he had from this shitty ass training is, if you see this guy and you think he's rich, shoot him. Mm -hmm. If he had better trained, then perhaps Castile would be alive today. That's what I'm saying. And, mm -hmm. and kind of like what, what, what Mike is saying is that if the policy is mm -hmm. to pull a taser and not a right dog, exactly, pistol, then you know things could be different. So, so you don't think that's the like policy? You don't the think police that's what he was trained to do? Huh? You, thought, you think he was trained to pull a gun out? Cops will tell they you are, that they, they are, are trained to shoot yeah. to kill. Because people always say, "Well, why do you why do you have to shoot him in the chest?" Why do you have to shoot him 12 times? Because yeah. that's how they're trained. For a traffic stop in the yeah. day, broad day. No, 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 no. They're not trained to kill you for a traffic stop. They're trained to kill you if they feel threatened. Right, and, and that's, that's, and that's the problem. And the problem is the fact that you feel threatened just because I'm black. Yeah, absolutely. But that's, that goes absolutely. back to the evaluation, goes, though, the mental evaluation yeah. of these right. people. Right. They just need right. to. Right. So, Mike is saying you have to, that, that, that with in police reform, you can institute policies and procedures to remove part of that racial biasness that comes with you know pulling over a black person by absolutely using a taser as part of a traffic stop for a tail light instead of a gun you know so but you have to get the institutions to get behind that that racial that 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 part of you that's racist or feel like that black person is is yes, a you threat to that. you you can't, you can't fix that, that. Right, right. Can, if he pulls out a gun Instead of a taser, and the policy is a taser, then you can indict that guy exactly. and put him in jail. That's where Mike is coming from. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. I think this is the last thing I want to bring up is, is a part about the coverage that you mentioned about well, why nobody's covering Dylan Noble. I think this guy's name, forgive me if it's not, because um, it's very similar to the guy that killed uh, in, in South Carolina. It's because black media, the death of blacks, are being monetized because it's being sensationalized because mm -hmm. by the media. And there was something that Elon, Elon James Wright uh, said on CNN, where he said that, you know, he, he kind of questioned the video. He was like, why do people need to see video Absolutely. of a black dev to understand the problem? And he said, and he said that for some people, yes, they need to see it. He said, but this has been ongoing for a while. You shouldn't have to see that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I didn't watch it. You know, that. but my argument against that 
slightly is that without seeing it, you wouldn't understand the problem really existed. In other words, it sounds like, you can have stats and data and this, that, that. Some people need to see it. Some, some people are visual. People, right, yeah. think about, let's go, if you think about. That's the problem, bro. If you need to see a, a black person dying to have yes, a problem I, with it, that's, that's, that. so, that's, that's an issue. That's an issue. I'm gonna fuck if you're visual, right. psychological, cerebral, fuck that you. Is, that that is, that, that's well, crazy. Sometimes people need to see the fucking shit that happened. Like, if you that's look crazy. But think about Selma, right? I disagree. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Think about Selma and, and what happened when that whole incident went down on Selma. When that video got out. And think of the changes and stuff that happened right. afterwards. Because yeah. people get so used to it. Right. Because when you see make words it, like in a report or something like that, yeah. your brain kind of makes it into what, like whatever your experience it is, right? Like, like that's how you're gonna perceive right. whatever that article is. Mm -hmm. But video tells you exactly right. how because it is. I, I, There's no wandering. Because that's I what it is. Yeah, because I gave you an example because I heard about it, about the shooting of Alton Sterling. I was like, oh yeah, another, you know, another shooting. shooting. But when you see that shit, it's, it's like, different. holy shit. It's different. Kinda, like I remember. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of similar to the, Little sports, but the Roger Goodell thing, Ray Rice, like mm -hmm. you hear it exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, exactly. Just you know, he probably just domestic violence. But when domestic you saw the video, and yeah, him, yeah, oh, he lost his girl in the face, and she fell. Yeah. Drug and drug and and No, I mean, I, I get all that, but what I'm saying is, it should not come to that. Point. It should not have to come to that point course, where you yeah. have to see a video to be bothered. Now the thing is, I'm not gonna. I watched the first Sterling video, and I was like, Jesus Christ, man, that's just terrible. Mm -hmm. And that was you didn't even see him get shot. Nope. Right. No. And it was the second video that I saw that didn't change my feeling right what it not. did was what it did was it pissed me off because there were so many motherfuckers posting this like it was the latest world star video yeah. and that's the problem because you're not helping a situation now what you're doing is you're making black death entertainment yes so stop posting this that's shit you don't and, but that's a big yes, problem because it's not changing minds. It's not like we got more people on the side because, oh, there's a video, now I'm more upset. No, the video didn't change shit. Yep. But, but it did now would you me, though. It, did it didn't. Me. It did for me like- Well, for you, you're it, black. But I, I think it affects you. For most people, I think for the most people because when you, he, when you hear no. about it and when you see it, it's two it's different, different things. Man. For y'all, they're still saying that this is not a race issue. No, still what I'm saying, saying that is that I, I didn't look at it as entertainment. I was like, oh my god, like this is this is really a problem. Like this is really becoming. Let twelve of these happen. Other people, and what people are what are people going to do? That I saw the video, and I I went on on Facebook, and there were five different people posting this video. And my immediate reaction was, why the fuck are you posting this on Facebook? What are you trying to accomplish with this? And then I said, think about this. You, you, we just saw the news report of this poor kid. His dad is dead. He's Crying. breaking Crying. down. Yeah. Now you sacks of shit are posting this to get likes and comments and start fucking think pieces. This man's dead. He lost the, his father. He lost his father. This guy is dead. People don't understand that. I, I think that at this point in America's history, we really don't understand what death means. And y'all really think, oh, we post this video 12 times and it's gonna change people's minds and then people are gonna see it and say, oh, now Black Lives Matter. No, they're not. Because all it's gonna take is 12, 13 more of these videos and they're gonna get desensitized to that too. And I, I think that for some people, yes, it, it is. And I think seeing that, but I'm looking at that second video of him necessary. being pinned down oh and actually visually seeing it. 
The problem I have is what you're talking about. The problem I had is the, the massive media coverage of it right. because ratings go up, yep. clicks go up, exactly. likes, and all of this stuff that goes up with that. But awareness goes up. Goes up. But, a, but, a, but awareness goes up as well. We're still stuck it in the same rut. Awareness does awareness go up Awareness does well. not go up just because I mean, you posted a graphic video. It no, doesn't. I'm saying it, it gets spread. It, like It goes viral. It gets, you know it gets why? Because people are sick. Because people, why would you even want to click that? I'm okay. We, I'm sure there are sick people that want to just see it or whatever. Or, or but there is an amount of people that like, oh snap! I didn't know that happened. Because there's a lot of people that don't even watch it. I'm like one of the people that don't watch the news like that. But I'll see occasionally something that comes across my feed on Twitter or something, and that's how I, you know, right. what you said information is is is, is 100 accurate. It right. is not necessary. You see what I'm saying? Like, was it necessary for you, Rod, to see the video to understand what happened? No, 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 no. it wasn't necessary, no. But when you watched it, it changed your perception on exactly. it, correct? It made me, it made All right, me. so I, I felt, you feel different. Differently. You, you know feel I different. Feel woke and I want to do something. I want to, you know, I just want to figure out what's going on. It hits you like, emotionally hit different. Emotionally, so yeah. I'm not saying that it's necessary. These videos, that's why I stayed off of social media. Yeah. I put it, and I, you, everybody that follow me, I'm not on Twitter like that right. anymore, right? And, and I put out there, I am not going to comment on nobody's post about right. this. This is my platform here on Dead and Hip Hop. You will hear my opinion here. I don't have to watch all of these videos to understand that there's a problem, Mike. I 100% agree, but at the same time, we don't need to over sensationalize this stuff because people are making money off of this and that's very fucked up. Exactly. That's it. And that's why it's not necessary, I agree. But at the same time, I think that where we are now, especially with everybody having these camera phones, to sometimes see these acts changes your perception of them. What I'm saying is that second video was not necessary. The only people that need to see that shit is hopefully a jury because hopefully this motherfucker will be indicted. Right. I'm just telling you right now, if I get fucking killed, don't put that shit on Dead and Hip Hop. Don't post that shit on your fucking Twitter. Don't put no videos of me dying nowhere. Just understand that I'm fucking dead and I'm not coming back. It's a lot of emotions. There's so much that goes into it. Just, I feel like it's it's so deep. I just wish the world, and I want the world to understand the concept. I guess, or just love, in general. Like that's it. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's it's really that simple. At this point, as a young black man, it's like I hate to say this, and this is the word the way this country is. It's like I'm starting to be numb to this. It's like every time when I hear about a young black a black male, period. Because you know, I think of you guys. I think of my dad. I think of you know. My, my godson and other you know men that's important in my life and I just it's like hearing that all the time we've been witnessing this and hearing this for hundreds and hundreds of years and it's like I hate to feel numb I shouldn't feel numb about it but it's like I'm starting to feel numb because it's just like what's new it's like every time I hear something mm -hmm. what's new what's not saying that I don't care but it's just like damn what's new like again again and then when my man from Minnesota got killed, I'm like, really? It was just like, I didn't even know how to feel. I didn't even know what to feel. Like once once that happened again, I'm like, this is crazy, man. So it's just, I hate that I feel that way when stuff like this happened, but we just gotta do better. I'm 100% I'm with Killer Mike, cause I shared, I shared, now that's the video I shared like three or four times mm -hmm. on different social media posts was mm -hmm. the Killer Mike video. I'm, I'm definitely with him and, I, and me and my dad been talking mm -hmm. about this for a long time. Like, yes, money has to stay we have to stay within our community, man. Like, open up an account with a black bank if you can. If you if you do it this week, do it tomorrow or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm definitely with Killer Mike on that. Money is where it's gonna hit them the most. Um, so to kind of piggyback off of what B said and off of what Rock said, love is cool or whatever, but that's not what I'm focused on. 
I'm focused on taking the money and putting it where it needs to be so that you can show people where you need to be mentally in this whole, you know, situation to just kind of better, you know, your communities and kind of build that up so we can start demanding stuff and they can start caring whether they want to be racist or not. That's not my problem. But what I'm saying is that financially speaking, we have a voice and we need to put our dollars where it counts. Number two, I want to say that I'm not responding to anybody else who says all lives matter. I'm not explaining that shit to you. You can Google why. That's common sense. If you don't understand that at this point, there's just no proving that to you. I'm not going to exhaust myself explaining that to you. And the third thing, um, my final thought on this conversation is that I really want people to not, don't stop at the black men who are dying in this situation. It is black women dying that nobody's talking about. It's other people dying in this situation that nobody's talking about. It's people who are black and trans who are dying, black and gay who are dying. But when I go to these protests, everybody's there. LGBT's there, white people are there, um, straight people are there, trans people are there. All these people are there, but when somebody who's trans die, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, we're just gonna kinda like be silent on that. When somebody who's a female die, you know, who's a woman that dies, everybody's kind of like oh well, we're silent on that the only people that gets this type of publicity of mm -hmm. it and like the movement really rolling mm -hmm. is the straight black men that die mm -hmm. and i just feel a way about that because mm -hmm. yes black lives matter i agree with that but i agree in all aspects i've literally seen um straight people like black men who are like oh equality this and that and the other but then you want to silence other people who are marching with your ass for you so you need to cut that shit out. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to equality, it's all or nothing. I'm tired of talking about it, man. I'm tired of talking about it. I I, I feel y'all and I, I, I didn't want to have this conversation, but I know it's necessary, which is why usually when we when you bring these kind of things up, I'm just like, man, this is not about hip hop. We don't need to talk about this. At this point, fuck that shit. It doesn't matter if it's about hip hop or anything else. It mm -hmm. needs to be discussed. I'm just tired of talking about right. this shit. Because I, I feel like as as a community, we just need to be focused and it's just so hard to focus when you have to repeatedly get angry because we can never get past the grieving process because the fucking band-aid just keeps getting ripped off. It's like the second the shit scalp up, here you fucking come, man. Bam again. It's like, fuck, I'm angry all over again. Let me get through my anger. Let me calm down and then let me process and then let me plan. I'm not getting past the anger part. And that's the shit that is so fucking frustrating, but yeah, man, I, I just feel, I feel terrible for these families and something really needs to happen with these police departments. I really wish there were more officers that were working in poor and urban communities, not just working, but living and actively participating in these communities because I really feel like that would change a lot of the problem which is another reason why I say that intent matters. I'm not with running out capping motherfuckers. I don't want any more people, black young people to die. And that's all that's gonna happen if we go down the route of the sniper dude. I want people to live and prosper and be happy. It's difficult and like Mike said, these conversations are necessary. Sometimes, I, I was going back and forth, honestly, when all of this stuff was happening, I'm like, I know we need to speak about it. I don't know if I want to speak about it anymore. 
because we spoke about Mike Brown. Like we've been pretty active when you know stuff in the culture happens. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like I don't necessarily do enough, right? Because I'm happy with my own status quo. And what this does, it makes everybody uncomfortable because, because it hits so close. And I think that we have to understand that it's the system that has to change, but we have to understand that system. And until we understand that system, it's not until it, we won't be able to make those changes. Sometimes I just don't have the answer when it comes to this regard. I feel helpless, like a lot of other people do. But when you have people like a killer Mike that's telling you or giving you some alternative routes that can and will make a positive impact that will give you a voice, right? then that's what we have to do. But I also want to tell people out there that are watching this, go um, support Hidden Colors. There's also another lady on YouTube. I I'll put it out on my social media. I, I, I was trying to find it to so I could give you uh, her name and everything. She talks about like um, how we've never recovered from slavery and how we keep just putting a fucking band-aid over the shit and we don't understand the Constitution at that time, the laws at that time, how we were viewed at that time, even Malcolm oh X. Uh, exactly. The Constitution isn't written for us because in the Constitution, we're three-fourths of a man, so therefore we're not even human. So how the hell, as a black man, you're going to stand up and say, my constitutional right, when the people that wrote the shit don't even see you as a human being. All of that knowledge, all of that stuff is the things that we need to arm ourselves with. We need to have those leaders and those mentors a la Killer Mike, a la David Banner. You know what I'm saying? That we can have these ideas to enlighten us, to open us up, to see things from a different perspective. So then now we know how to actually hurt and cause change. And that's what we need at this point. We need to get out of our comfort zones and to do things that give us a voice. Dead in Hip Hop, like I've always said, was a platform for me to do that. And that's why I've always been here. That's why I share my opinion. And that's why I think that we need people, platforms, and things that keep it real, keep it honest, and keep it moving in a positive way, man. First, I want to thank all of you guys for willingly and unwillingly um, having this discussion with me. I understand that you know we've been having these type of discussions uh, for quite some time. It, it, it does grow very, very tiresome. I think about um, what Rock said about love. And, and how love conquers all. And I thought about what B said about when something happens, he thinks about you know us and his family and, and the people that he's close to. And so do I. I think about my two sons who are going to be black males growing up in this country. And this is a fight that I feel like I have to have now with this platform that has been built to discuss hip-hop, but I think it's been built to kind of discuss stuff outside of that. And I think the same way we talk about how other people should use their platform and their voices, we have to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think we bear a certain responsibility with that, and it doesn't have to be all of us, but I think for us to remain silent um, wouldn't be the right thing to do. But I also think that that love is also represented at these protests and stuff that, mm -hmm. that, that Sophie was talking about and that you know in, in life you have that that duality that that good person you have that representation and I think that that's important and I love what you said about black lives matter for everybody everybody is in this fight everybody. against 
what we're facing. We understand that the all lives matter. I'm, I'm like you, I'm not discussing that anymore because historically we've seen that all lives just, just hasn't mattered to, to white supremacists out here that has a certain view. Um, we need to stay focused on what we're, we're, we're fighting and we can't become distracted. But I thank all of you guys that, that are thinking about this in the right way, that are in this fight with us all. When you look at where we are with police brutality across the board, um, the race relations across the board, um, culminated with having a, a black president when all of this stuff kind of started to kind of come back to the surface. Um, we have a long way to go, and we got guys like Donald Trump who wants to bring real America back. God bless. But we know what that's code for.